This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, everyone. Before we get started, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, We'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So, whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Uh, Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Again, that is bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find more, but that is bwhustle.com slash join. Join Chase Thomas pod the Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back on a, another episode of the Chase Thomas podcast, Thursday night edition of the pod. I am still the aforementioned Chase Thomas, and I am joined as I am by the guy who intentionally gets the show name wrong, my name wrong. Just me as a person wrong, Paul Griffin of RBR Wrestling. Paul, good evening, sir. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm good. You are a survivalist, as we were talking before we got started here. Um, being a local Houstonian, uh, you you made it through, and I'm happy. Yeah. I, my options were um, heat myself in a car or <laughs> get a flight to Cancun, and I did the car thing. Well, you could have come to Tennessee. You're more than welcome. I have act. I've met you and your lovely fiance. Actually, no, I couldn't because the issue was most of the roads were frozen. Mm. So like, Houston is not capable of driving on ice when we don't have chains for our tires and stuff. Like, it's not a normal thing here. Mm. Um, and I don't even know if this is like an instance where you would put chains on your tires because it wasn't like. I don't understand like, the point of it. I'm not gonna lie. I have no idea what the point of a chain on your tire. What, what I've seen it in movies and stuff. But what is? The I think it gives point? you more traction in oh. ice, but. This wasn't like we didn't have like inches of ice on the road. It was more like a a little bit of ice. So like you just slip and slide no matter how quick you hit it. Um, maybe, maybe chains work. I don't know. 
I'm a Southern boy, so I don't know. Same. I have no idea. Like I have, I have no no context. I'm sure. The Maxwell point is, we is could not escape. Okay. If I could escape Texas, I would. What did uh, What did you learn about yourself during this uh, power grid snafu, Paul? Um, did I get really angry if I haven't showered in three days? <laughs> Same. I would. I would bad. lose it. Yeah. It was very bad. Very did you stinky. Get angrier that you hadn't showered in three days than your fiance. Oh, she was pissed too. Like okay. she, and she stank. Everybody stank. <laughs> it was really bad. How were the cats? Uh, they were also miserable. I put them in the car with us. They <laughs> like that, that work. What do cats do in the car? Um, some of them I think freak out. These, um, because it was cold in the house, they were very excited to warm up. Um, so they just kind of like explored or stayed on the blankets that I brought and put in the car. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you have they're, one of them's—they're actually what? very well behaved. One of them's Iron Man, right? One of them's mm-hmm. name, and then what's the other one's name? Parker. Parker, that's right. I knew. I yeah. thought they were both Marvel. Okay. Um, they both just kind of explored a bit and like jumped over the seats and looked around and looked out the windows and that was about it. They were very well behaved. Hmm. Well, I'm glad, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you made it through. Um, Paul, you uh, you like the wrestling, generally speaking, Paul. I don't know who told you this. Uh, no, you don't. The f- whole first hour of RBR is uh, political posturing with Paul Griffin. Um, these hey, days. everybody else is into politics too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all love it. Um, do you like watching wrestling right now, Paul? I like watching two hours of wrestling every week, and it's on Wednesdays. Is that it? You don't watch anything else right now? N- no, you asked if I liked it. Mm. That's the only two hours I like. The other five... Uh, I dislike. Not okay. a good ratio of quality content. You don't like watching SmackDown? Not really. Interesting. I think SmackDown's probably the easiest watch of the WWE There's shows. parts of it that are good, but in general, I like... It's very dull. Interesting. So you're not a big Roman Reigns guy, Paul, right now? He's extremely dull. Oh. Interesting. Okay. I, I don't agree. He's not all. bad. He's just boring. No, Roman's great. The head of the table stuff is great. Adam Pierce yeah, is great. It takes eight minutes for him to get to the ring, and then he mm-hmm. does the same promo every week, and that's great. No, he's good. He's good. Did you see that time? I, he uh, is backstage good. sitting there with Apollo Crews, giving him pointers, how to be a top guy. That was two months ago. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's a good show. I like it. Um, And they had the better chamber match. Um, Who do you think had the better chamber? Was it Raw or SmackDown? I don't even remember. Mm. Um, well, Raw was the one where AJ did a lot of cool stuff, should have won, on. and didn't win, and uh, almost broke broke him out of his his chamber. I, I think SmackDown did. Stunk. Uh, SmackDown did because they didn't know who was going to win. Oh, you didn't think Daniel Bryan? You didn't just have him penciled in as a winner? I, I assume they could have done a Cesaro win, and it would have been fine. Um, Can I? Tell I you thought my that girl, was a I watched this with my much girlfriend. more exciting match. Um, did you watch Elimination Chamber, or do you still watch wrestling with Stephanie around at all? Yeah, she's around. Okay. Sometimes she just wanders off, though. I don't think she saw them into this match. Okay. So I love asking um, people who just don't watch wrestling, like what they think of something, and I, I asked her what she thought of Cesaro, and she was like, "He's really boring looking. What is this look? What is this character?" She was totally confused about what uh cesaro is and he just comes out and like the the weird word art font that comes out with him and he's wearing he's from the matrix yeah it's just like what even is cesaro like she was just 
Like, he's just a wrestler. Yeah, that's basically what she was like. Is he just a wrestler? Is basically what she was asking. Which does she do this with that. AEW too? Because every time I watch AEW, there's a lot of just wrestlers. Um, we have not watched an AEW show together because I don't, I don't see her when AEW's on. So ah. I, uh, she's watched SmackDown several times. She's watched. She really watches the pay per views. Is really what I need because on weekends usually when I'm there. So. Um, she has to watch a lot of pay-per-views and unfortunately she has to watch an a- she'll watch AEW next weekend actually there you go yeah that makes um i don't know one of us <laughs> uh i don't think she thought i was serious when i told her how much wrestling i watched a week and like how much of uh how much well she must it- like you to stick around this long <laughs> i must like wrestling to stick around this long paul like that is something i think about a lot too is just will made this point on y'all show um, that everyone should subscribe to if they are not already by going to rbrwrestling.com. Um, he made this yeah, point. Yeah, well, if you really want to subscribe, go to patreon.com right, slash rbrwrestling right. and throw some money our way. Do that, do that. Because um, they didn't raise the minimum wage, and we don't make minimum wage because we all have regular jobs that pay a lot more than that. But this is not a good like plug to, for your Patreon at all. We would like to make more money is what I'm trying to say. Okay, you should have let me handle the plug. Um, also, I was wrong with that because, like, People who make minimum wage also have regular jobs. We just have jobs that pay more than minimum wage. But you're doing like great, Paul. Keep going. Where are you going? Crushing it. There we go. Well, I had to make up for my mistake there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate people who take jobs. <laughs> I have take no jobs. idea what word salad <laughs> you just threw. I have no idea what word salad just came out of your mouth in the last thirty seconds. I don't the, either. You just cut this from the pod. Absolutely not. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Before that, what were something you... about how uh, Will said a thing on? Oh, our show. Will about um, just like he's invested. Like the reason he still watches Raw is because he doesn't want to ever feel like he has a gap in his wrestling. He doesn't watch Raw. He hates Raw. He does hate Raw, but I want to say like he still keeps up with it. Like he still wants to know sure. who wins and loses, and he still needs to know that kind of stuff for his memory bank. That's how I am with wrestling. Like I being like I feel like Young Chase would be upset at adult chase turning his back considering the amount of hours both you and i spent just on the ign boards talking yeah, about wrestling idiots go nuts yeah like i just it's been i literally was avoiding going to the beach i went to the beach with my best friend and my family when i was like 14 i think and every day during a break i would just be like i'm tired of the beach i'm gonna go inside and argue about professional wrestling on message boards like that was a choice i made fuck the beach i would do that every time right if the options are go to the beach or get online i'm I'm staying online (laughs) well the water yeah well it best friend Corey did not uh share your sentiment but um yeah that's what eaten by a shark (laughs) that's that's the choice i made but anyway i got pissed on by his friend because a jellyfish wrapped itself around his leg Um, you know what i've never been pissed on no well that's good to know paul it's good to know um, yeah, because I don't go in the ocean. Okay. Um, I have not been in the ocean a long time. I used to get rashes, so the ocean and I are not friends. It's probably all those jellyfish. Mm, Someone should have peed on salt, but it could be the jellyfish. It could be the jellyfish. I'm also Maybe. just not a body of water person. Where yeah, it's the worst. I don't like. I haven't been in a pool in maybe ten years. I've been to pool parties. I've been to events around bodies of water, but I never get in. Like, why are people getting in? I'm not a. I'm not thirteen. What am I going? Love, Playing sharks and minnows? Sloshing around together in the in the in the wet. Yeah, I don't like it. I, it's not my thing. Just mixing their stuff in the wet. But see, I love showers. 
Love a good shower. Love a good 20-minute yeah, shower. I shower for about 5 to 10 minutes, and that's it. That's all the water I need in a day. Wait, 5 to 10 minutes? you got to expand that, Paul. you got to plan out your no, day. you got to think about life. No, you don't. You don't need to spend that much time in the shower, you weirdo. <laughs> Dude, I do minimum 20 minutes every time. That's insane. <laughs> what are you, tugging on your pecker in there or something? No, I just love it. I love being in the shower. It's my quiet time. I get to really... Uh, coalesce my absolute thoughts. lunatic. <laughs> and people listen to your podcast and probably trust your word on things. And now you're like, I take 20 minute showers every day, and I don't pull my pud. Twice a day, um, twice a day. So I probably spend like an average Wait, of 40. Twice a day you pull your pud, or twice a day you get in the shower. Get in the shower. That's crazy. That's 40 minutes of time wasted. Yeah could shave that down to a good 15 tops sounds awful not gonna do then it Then you could use that added bonus time to watch wrestling i'm already as efficient as possible i'm writing like 10 pieces a week i'm in grad school i do 19 billion pods a week i my efficiency is fine paul i promise you yeah that's really weird to me you like wake up in the morning mm-hmm. but do you have like a job yes you have to be on, like, Zoom calls for eight hours a day? No, not that kind of job. So it's very no. flexible, um, the job I have. Because if I d- did not have a flexible job, then I would not be able to do everything I'm doing every day. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot. And then, I mean, with grad school and everything else, it's uh, I'm I'm juggling a lot of different things. But I'm, I'm Yeah, very like showers, person. apparently. Yeah, I mean, that's my time. Dude, I, I spend a lot of time working. I work my ass off. I, uh, I'm a hard worker. Uh, I don't know anything else to be. Um, did you like... The Adam Cole turn, Paul Griffin. Uh, yeah. That was great. And I also liked what they did this week where they tricked me. I totally bought his apology. Hmm. Did you watch this? Uh, I've watched that. So NXT, I usually watch Friday mornings because I watch uh, AW Thursday morning. I don't watch any wrestling live. I don't know if you watch That's anything. That's the way live. to do it. I yeah. watch it live. I can't do it live. Can't do it's it. It's a habit. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm out. Like, there are psychos that I see every Monday night. Like, Friends of the Pod, Jeremy Lambert and Joe Holbert and Sean Ross Sapp and all those guys at Fightful. And I see a lot of friends of mine, Robert O'Neill, who watch Raw live and are live tweeting. I'm just like, what are you doing? How do you do this? I, I wa- do that. I, I, I live tweet with them, but they don't, they don't know me, so it's fine. I'll introduce you. Sure. They're cool people. They're really funny. Put me on a follow Friday with all of them and see if they follow me. All right. Do it. And just be like, Chase said uh, that I'm cool, so y'all should follow me. <laughs> like, Well, Chase takes – he spends 40 minutes a day in the shower at least, so what the fuck does he know? <laughs> oh, you're not going to let that one go, Paul. Um, not this week. Maybe in a month. <laughs> I guess this me like, I'm more concerned about what this means for Roderick Strong because Roderick Strong is still like – Boy. Like, Mm-hmm. If they if they give him a microphone, it doesn't mean much for him. Well, no. He if you give most people in professional wrestling these days a microphone, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean good things. Like yeah. So I bought Adam Cole's apology, and then mm-hmm. Roderick Strong came out and cut one of the worst promos exactly. I've ever heard. Yeah. Which is sad because I like Roderick Strong, but he's been around for a while now. Where you'd think that I doesn't don't know, matter. You, you can be around forever if you could. Like talking is innate. Like CM Punk was a good talker from the moment he stepped into the ring. Like. There are some people, like John Cena was always going to be a good talker. The Rock was always going to be a good talker. Roman was never going to be a good talker. Brock Lesnar. Roman's a great talker right now. He's not. He says seven words. He's, no, he's not a great talker. You were just talking about how great he was a yes. second ago. Now you're, That's now part you of his character him. is that he barely speaks. And when he does speak, no. he chooses his words he cuts carefully. He the same promo every week and he talks a lot. He does Either not way, talk a lot. 
This dude's in NXT where they teach people things. Like You can't teach people that. You can teach people how to I talk. I don't think so. Yeah. Give me an example of someone they've taught from NXT who was who came in as a bad talker and came out a good talker. Um hang on. Trying to think of success stories from NXT. There's not a lot. No. I'd say Sasha and Charlotte probably Sasha's came out a better terrible talkers. talker. Much better than they used to be, though. Uh, the, if those are your two choices, that Bailey? says all we need to know. Bailey's a prime example of a much better talker. Bailey, she used to cut I terrible think... promos. Now she's like the star of mic time on SmackDown. Well, Bailey's a star for jumping in and out of the door. Like that is the reason she's a star for her entire entrance into her, yeah. her show. Bailey is my answer. Bailey's awesome, but Bailey I, uh, should teach Roderick Strong how to cut promos. It's not going to happen. He's or just Pat be McAfee an... should come back to work and teach them how to talk. Yeah, Pat's also great, but he's a natural. Like you listen to his stories in college. That dude has always been a natural talker and charismatic and fun. Like it's just some guys are born with it, like myself and Pat McAfee, and some people aren't. Paul. Some people just don't have that natural it factor behind a microphone. Yeah, well, Roderick Strong proved that. He's also just a better heel. Like, Roderick Strong, I, I don't, I'm worried, like, because I think Kyle O'Reilly is a natural babyface, and I want him to be a top babyface. Uh, Bobby Fish doesn't matter. He's old and not good. Um, I'm not concerned there. I mean, I he don't... might be getting rounded up by the FBI for going to the the insurrection so who knows <laughs> well, okay did not know about that but um, he's a big q guy i assume that that's kind of is thing. that true yeah if i'm pr- i'm pretty sure he's got like very save the children kind of q guy on instagram mm, i don't know i don't know yeah, um, i only follow hot girls not bobby fish on instagram <laughs> <laughs> um this performance class paul it's pretty deep the one of the biggest ever i think it might be the biggest ever um who is your favorite signing from uh, the new new? I don't, what do you call them? Not classmates. What are they? The new performance center. They call Students. them something. Trainees. Not, trainees, maybe. Yeah, I think it's trainees. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think who's in there because I don't know. Ty Valkyrie's in there. I do uh, think that the, the top Cora, star from Japan is in the there. The Cora Jade girl is cool because of that uh, footage they have of her in that CM Punk DVD. Mm-hmm. Where she like met him at that signing and broke down and started crying and she's like, I'm gonna be a wrestler one day and like all that like that kind of footage that exists makes me like someone way more than I should. But that's super cool. And I hope that they do something with that someday. I don't know what that something is, but that's extremely likable traits that they have footage of. Um and the chick with the orange hair seems cool. Uh I like her forget what her name is, though. I think she's like Gigi or something in NXT. Not the best name in the world, but... Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Hmm. What are you going to do? Ty Valkyrie is really important for them. Um, is she married to Morrison? She is. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So I don't think she'll be on NXT. And NXT has too many women as it is. Like Raw needs bodies. Ray Ripley is a good start, but and I'll ask you about her in a second. But Raw needs bodies, especially with Becky Lynch being away. Um, mm-hmm. I Ty Valkyrie is just a really good hand. Like she's really good. I'm some. I'm one of those sickos that watches Impact every week, and uh, Taya 
is still really good and is a really good hand and kind of like what Morrison is just a good veteran hand that um, can bring good matches out of different people and um, you're not going to build around her she's on the older side um, but you know Ty Valkyrie's good what is she like 30 I think she's 37 on the older side get out of here imagine if you were 37 or like man this guy can't be a writer for us he's old writing and being like that's athletic performance 37 like it's old for i mean it's ancient these guys are not breaking ancient no it's not we're blown away by tom brady being 44 and being as good as he is like i'm not blown away by that he's just very good at what he does plenty of when wrestlers are there's wrestlers that are like almost 50 that are still pretty decent Mm -hmm. if not good i mean aj styles will be there finn balor will be there yeah edge is like way better than he should be like the fact that he can even walk like how old is edge he, he's almost 50 i think no no I think he is i think he's like 49 he's 47 okay yeah i don't know i'm tired of this age talk. he's only like, four years older than styles okay I, he's in amazing shape for 47 the, people should be treated as uh if they've been on tv for too long like Dolph ziggler for example could be 30 years old but if he's been on tv for as long as he has i don't want to see him anymore he just happens to be like 40 something but the point is like it should be tv age not age age i'm just saying that she's not long for for the company she's not gonna be someone they build around and just have for 10 years you develop an nxt and you call up and you she could be there for 10 years their women's division no one gets fired anymore i mean i guess i guess tamita Um, and natalia are there oh remind me to tell you about what uh uh, the girlfriend thought about the Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler tag team. Um, Rhea Whit- Ripley working on Raw. Uh, do you think it's going to work? Do you Are you excited about her being on Raw? Would you have rather seen her on SmackDown? Do you think she will be booked correctly on Raw? Well, that's the, that's the million-dollar question. <laughs> I'm excited that she'll be on TV because she's maybe one of the best talents they have. Um, and she's wildly unique. There's no one like her. So, um, will they use her right? I don't know. Um, she should beat Oscar like night one and not, I don't know. That's the raw women's title. Like is such a dull division. She should just go in there and set up shop and let them work up to her. I think she's pretty easy to not screw up. <laughs> she's just yeah, like which she's... is gonna be when in two months when I'm back on this show and we have the discussion. It's like, man, remember when Ray Ripley got totally ruined? All you literally have to do is let her win a lot of matches. That's literally all you have to do. Let her just physically look, abuse smaller competition. And you could look at Alexa over. Bliss and say it's really easy not to screw this up, and then they put her with a clown and she has to like do all the stuff while he's gone. But so I think that's what Alexa Bliss wants to do. I know that's the worst part. Is like, you can tell she's enjoying it because yes. it's like different and it's which good. Like it, it is nice that she gets to do different stuff. But man, that content sucks. But it it's so one, bad. A, it's not good, but it's something that I am fully. Uh, I I just I fully believe she she is big creatively on and she signed up for and something she wants to do so that's fine i i just wish that she could use that passion for um something that sucks less well she won't and maybe forever. maybe she will one day because i'm sure they'll drop this gimmick at some point hopefully for sure i pray about it every night and i'm not a religious <laughs> person by any means but you know whatever it takes 
I miss I miss wrestling Alexa Bliss. She, that was great. Now she's. Clown Let's just see what the fiend manager. looks like. Let's see what her fiend like character looks like. Um, we already know what it looks like. She puts on black lipstick and contact lenses. I don't think that's it. Is and that the final overalls? Form? Yeah, that's it. It better be. Oh, uh, I thought that. I I was under the impression she better not like, put like a fruit roll up on her face. And have to, like, <laughs> I was under the impression that was not spooky. it. Okay. I think that's it. I think we've seen the extent of her transformations. Interesting. Um, do you like The Miz as champion? Because I've been very outspoken about how much Drew McIntyre stinks and the Sheamus Drew stuff was awful. Um, my girlfriend made the, the observation with Drew. Oh, he's just big. And that that's it. That's his character. Is he looks like someone Vince McMahon would like. And he has a sword and he's Scottish and Sheamus I mean, is Irish and they used to be friends and they we, used to share We know pints. that he's someone Vince McMahon would like because Vince McMahon introduced him. As the chosen one, for sure. They don't, it's not yeah. like they reference that though. It's not a not a thing they really They've referenced it this year, I'm sure. <sighs> if they do they bring it's it up not, from it's, time to time. It, it's not something they were highlighting throughout his run. It's, no, it's it's one of those look how much I've grown because back then I was a piece of crap. Yeah. I um, think his They so, lean into the three man band stuff a lot more. That's awful too. Um, so the Miz stuff, I really don't care about. I on well, on let me Drew, ask you the flip side of this. Do you think he's losing to Lashley next next week? No, but I think he's losing to Lashley. I just don't think it's next week. Though they do you should. That's who he drops the belt to is Lashley. Probably. Hmm. Um, I think Drew. I agree though. I think Drew is. It's interesting how they've devout or devolved his character because when he won the title, he was. He was like a wrestling guy. He had like unique personality. And then like Seamus gave him a sword and a kilt. And now he's like a full on caricature. And meanwhile, Seamus is also like a goober. His outfit is just unreal. I, I can't believe it's a thing. Um, Seamus is just, I don't know. They, I, they just look like cartoon characters, which I don't know. Maybe there's a place the for that, chamber, but it's not like, the title scheme. Styles like hiding around Randy Orton like Styles as a heel is just so great and I will beat this drum like why not just put the belt on Styles there and just do Kofi Mania part two like him and Kofi had a stretch in the raw chamber that was phenomenal for lack of a better word and I'm just like this is just obvious just do this like AJ's great like he is going to put on a great match every time he's a hilarious heel like the almost stuff works you could do the Xavier Woods almost stuff like there's all kinds of stuff just just do the obvious thing because Kofi and AJ will have a great WrestleMania match just do that why I think I think in a few years we will look back on AJ and say that they've wasted most of the time they've had with him yeah especially like when he was the head of Smackdown that was great and since then they're like well we'll put you with the club for a minute he probably enjoyed that but like they didn't do anything and then they split them up and now he's got Omos, who is quite enjoyable, but they're not doing anything. He just kind of shows up and has a match and then leaves. And They're really yeah. doing nothing with the guy, and it's weird. I don't know what you do with him uh, unless you're including him in the title picture. But, but you just watch it, and you're like, this dude is just so much better than everybody else in this match. Like, it's yeah. just everything he's in, it's like, oh, this guy is clearly a step above everybody else. And, and he still doesn't feel stale. I don't no. understand why. Maybe because he hasn't been there for a decade, like most of the people in the ring. But he doesn't feel stale. I think it's because his in-ring work is entertaining, no matter what. And his character work, being able to blend between being a great babyface and a great heel, 
is important for him. The fact that he can do the stuff where he's like tiptoeing around Randy Orton, his facial expressions and like him getting partnered with almost him getting partnered with the club, him getting partnered with whoever, like he, they shake things up enough with him or they give him different stuff to do. And when your guy who you're into faces AJ Styles, you're never like, Oh, AJ again. It's the exact opposite of the Dolph Ziggler equation where it's like, Oh, this isn't going to help anybody. But like pairing somebody with AJ is always going to help that person. Well, yeah, in a program. Yeah. Having a, a random match with Ricochet on Raw doesn't help anybody. doesn't even no. make me interested as a fan. No. Another guy who uh, has not gotten better on the mic. He is uh, not not exactly the best mic worker. Um, not a great no. situation. Um, There's a lot of things he does that are questionable. <laughs> um, big show. How How stunned and how saddened were you to learn that Paul White was uh, moving on to AEW? I wasn't stunned, and I'm not sad. Like, great. I will say, this was something I thought no about one has for a while. The big He's good on commentary. Years. No, I don't sure. want to ever see him wrestle again, but he is well, good on commentary. Those SmackDowns he did, he's very good. I, If I was Big Show, I would have just waited out Samoa Joe, because I don't think Samoa Joe wants to do this for five, ten years. Like, No, I, didn't, he, didn't he put out some statement this week that was like, I'd rather just recover? then come back too soon who Samoa Joe I think he said something like that where he definitely said like he's not done in the ring but it's like yeah he I could I could come back early and hurt myself again or I could really get my shit together and then come back yeah I'm looking at it now I'm not putting a timetable on it see that's yeah he 100% sees himself wrestling again like I don't I don't see this guy being happy being I don't know for 10 years the big show stuff, like I, I genuinely don't care. I don't think it's. I well, guess he's it's a talented talker. Like he is a good color guy. Like he is someone I just would have put in the booth. Like he, he should have. Found, I think they should have found a place for him. I think the aspect of he, he felt like a lifer in WWE, and he wasn't. It's interesting, but that's the extent of it. Because now it's like, oh, he's a commentator in AEW. It's like, well, that's what. What does that make? 20, 20 people there that do commentary. And like, great, good for him. But also, he's gonna wrestle, and he's maybe he'll even have that match with Shaq, which might pop a rating. But like, no one wants this. No one wanted it. No one wanted it when he main evented WrestleMania on Raw. No one like. No one wants to see the Big Show in the ring. No. But, I will say know. casuals. I would not be surprised if there was a strong casual audience who still was like, oh, the giant from WCW in 1997. Like, I'm, I'm sure those people still exist. And we'll I would in. be interested to find out because the Wednesday night war bullshit is silly because it's really like 1.5 million people watching wrestling and they just kind of split that number a little bit differently every week. Um, and it's very much like, you know, 55% one week and then 60% one week and then... 52 percent the next like it's just it's just like swinging the small pendulum or whatever um i'd be intrigued to see how many people that are aew viewers on a weekly basis are people who have come back to wrestling yeah I, i don't know how we figure that out but i'd be intrigued to find that study like how many people that watch this haven't watched wrestling in a while, but were excited that they saw it on this and it wasn't WWE. And they're like, oh, I know, I recognize those people from back when I used to enjoy this, and now I watch it with my kids. I'd be intrigued to see that rather than like disenfranchised WWE fans that are like finally something else. 
I agree. I don't know how you would quantify that, but it would be interesting. I don't know how you figure it out either. I'm not like a data scientist brain genius or anything, but I'm sure they could do... There's probably a way to do a survey, but somebody There's has to There's got to be some marketer that I know who could put his mind to some marketing questions to yeah. figure this out. It'll involve people paying for that study, and mm. uh, I don't think these companies give a shit. Yeah, probably is not on the top of the radar. Um, all right, Paul Griffin. That is... That That's is all... it. What? This was short. I know. It is short. Short um, like my trips to the shower. <laughs> not like mine, Paul Griffin. Yeah. You could have listened to all this in one shower. You could. Uh, well, hmm. Mm. Think about all that water being wasted. Don't make me feel bad about my showers. Hey, side question while we're still doing a podcast mm-hmm. that's unrelated to anything. Um, have you ever ordered anything from Amazon and it says delivered and it's not there? Mm, yes what happens does it ever show up no fuck <laughs> I have the, so I have this it was weird... a book I remember that back in Atlanta yeah I, I got they said a book was delivered on my porch and I was like there's no book on my porch and they were like no the book was delivered on your porch and I was like no I asked her no no book so I I ordered a camera lens which is mm. a little more expensive than a book um, and when I ordered it on like Saturday or Sunday, you know how that lets you pick like, when do you want it delivered? They give you mm-hmm. some options. Um, I picked one and it was like Amazon delivery day, Wednesday. That's when I want my book. And then Monday it shipped and it said arrival on Friday. And I'm like, well, that's weird. That's not when I asked for it to be delivered. I wanted it Wednesday. Um, and then on Tuesday or Wednesday morning, I think actually it said out for delivery and I'm like, Oh cool. I'm getting it on the day it's supposed to arrive. And then I get a notification. It says, like, your package was delivered on your front porch. And I'm like, interesting. So I go and look at my porch. It's not there. Walk out to the driveway. It's not in front of my driveway. There, no one, None of my neighbors have Amazon packages. So I'm like, hmm, maybe they're early. So I go back in an hour. And all my neighbors have Amazon packages except for me. So Amazon had come by and dropped stuff off. And I messaged them. And they're like, well, we can't do anything because it, it might have been flagged early. I'm like, okay, well, now it's Thursday, and I still don't have my camera lens. And now I'm wondering if that Friday delivery date that I mentioned is actually the real one. And it might show up tomorrow. But I've, like, engaged with their, like, chat service several times. And they're like, we can't do anything yet. Yeah, I this is, this is my This is my struggle this week. Last week I was sleeping in my car. This week I'm wondering where my $600 camera lens is. Well... I don't know. You're probably not going to get it. It's probably a goner. I know. So that's the thing is it's Amazon. So they'll figure it out. Like I'm not, I don't think I'm out $600 here. I'm just annoyed that like they don't know where this is. Yeah. They're just like, well, maybe it, it, some, maybe it got flagged early. And I'm like, that's never happened. No, to me. that's not a thing. Like, that doesn't happen. No, they, it's, it's a goner. Anyway, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get it and I'll tell everyone about it. Uh, via my Instagram Maybe. where I post photos of the snow and the drinks you're making and all that great stuff. Yeah. Two different accounts, two different accounts, two account Paul's what they call them. Um, for yeah. That guy out West in Houston, Texas, where you can listen to him every Wednesday night on RBR wrestling. Go check out rbrwrestling.com and also become a patron at patreon.com slash RBR wrestling and all those great shows like against all pods and, uh, 
there's your wife and uh there's your wife <laughs> <laughs> um we're talking about uh wcw <laughs> New blood rising or something this weekend whatever the pay-per-view is that uh came after the the hard reboot in 2000 is the show we're covering this weekend what is it called is it not there's your wife it's this is your wife oh there's this is your wife yeah i like there's your wife so that'd be funny <laughs> i felt really Wait, what did was... what did your girlfriend say about um naya and Tamina? We'll, we'll talk about it all or not not naya to me naya and shana we'll talk about it off air <sighs> coward absolutely for that guy out west paul griffin for myself in here in the east east tennessee knoxville tennessee that is all i've got my friend thank you so much for making the time as always stay safe out there maintain that power go work on that power grid and uh we will talk again soon great nicely done nephew chase thomas podcast hell yeah sugar ray leonard roberto duran marvelous marvin Hagler, and thomas hearns Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.